again, we invest in what we value. We said that a minute ago. So if we value those relationships and the fruits that come from school family relationships like student engagement and success, we will invest what it takes to get there, the time, the effort, the energy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. In the past several episodes, I've invited my colleagues, Dr. Pat Greco, Dr. Joanne Sternke, Dr. Kathy Oropala, and Dr. K.K. Owen on the podcast to share that we are launching an extension of our services this summer, the Virtual Destination High Performance Academy or DHP Academy. We're beginning to work with two of the superintendents featured in the School Administrator Magazine we chronicled on the podcast last month. The two superintendents will partner with us to execute and work toward hardwiring a classroom improvement model. So joining us today on our show, to connect to the leader part and the leadership of Destination High Performance is Dr. Holly Ellis. You know, I've had I've known Holly for a for a long time, so um, this is just such a great pleasure for me to introduce Holly, and such a great pleasure for me to have her on the show today. She, Holly received her PhD in Instructional Design and Development from the University of South Alabama, and has spent 20 years in higher education as an instructional designer, a leader, and a tenured faculty member at the University of West Florida. That's where uh, where I got a chance years ago to connect with Holly when she first started started out in her professional world as a graduate student and then as an employee at, at UWF. Uh, she taught courses in a variety of educational leadership fields and has helped both teachers and educational leaders advance their education through instruction participating in numerous peer-reviewed publications and as a chairperson and committee member on numerous doctoral committees. And Holly, you and I, you and I share that, uh, that type of work and boy, what rewarding work that has been for us. As a parent of school-aged children, Holly can relate to parents, teachers, and leaders and the partnership among these groups. Today, we're going to discuss the fundamentals for building trusting relationships with families. And so it's with great pleasure today that I welcome to our show, Dr. Holly Ellis. Welcome, Holly. Thanks, Janet. It's an honor to be here. Good. So let's start, Holly. uh, Let's start with you sharing why you feel developing confident and engaged families is critical in our schools and why we find this topic to be fundamental to organizational excellence and, you know, at the beginning of how we launch our work with the DHP Academy. Yeah. So, Janet, organizations that demonstrate excellence function under a team mindset, right? So they have a team culture. Solid relationships exist, and team members are all working toward the same goal. Schools should function with that same mindset. They should thrive on that same culture, and parents are part of the team. They serve a powerful role on a child's educational team, and everyone on that team is working toward the same goal, the success of the child, helping the child perform to the highest potential in educational efforts. Some parents wanna be engaged, but they don't know how. That confidence factor is missing. They wanna be part of the team, but they don't know what that really looks like or what that means to them. 
they don't know what to do or how to live out their role on the team. And it's my experience that some parents really don't even feel prepared to be part of the team. So school leaders then, and I would even argue classroom leaders, which are teachers, should help bridge that gap. They can reach out to parents and invite them onto the team. They can show parents how to participate and help them see why their role on the team is so crucial. Then leaders can demonstrate how parents can be active participants on the team. When families are confident and engaged, they subtly say to their children, I'm in this with you. School is important. I wanna help you and I want you to be successful. When parents demonstrate that they're committed to their children's efforts, children tend to respond in kind and commit themselves at higher levels. Some research even shows that parent engagement correlates with student success and academic achievement. And when our students are successful, our schools are successful. And really, when we focus on student success, we have to focus on our own success because they're so intertwined in a school. As a parent myself, I've seen firsthand the impact that my engagement has on my children's behavior. For example, if I tell them I need them to spend 30 minutes reading, I'm a lot more successful at reaching that goal and demonstrating the value of reading if I sit with them and read myself. The modeling says to my sons, if it's important enough for you to do, it's important enough for me to do. So we invest in what we value, right? Whether it's financially or time or energy, we invest in what we value. So if we want parents to be confident and engaged in their children's education, we have to invest in the pursuit of that aim. If we want investment at all levels, the school, the classroom, the home, and the individual level, we have to invest in that goal. And we want everybody working towards student success. So when our schools function in this way, they demonstrate organizational excellence. Yeah, and Holly, what we're talking about now, we just don't talk about enough. And when you positioned it as a team, you know, I really love that way. I mean, that approach, because, because that's what we're, sometimes we talk, think about parents, well, <clears throat> the parents are over there and we're doing our, our stuff here and then they're the parents, right? But really, I love the way you position this as we start the conversation, because it's, it's not, it's basically we're a team and we're a team working together and we have that interconnection together, all for the benefit of the student and, and to help that student achieve success. So as you think about that, as you continue, we continue the conversation, you know, you've had a lot of practice with implementing this work as an educator. So what, what tools or processes have made a difference in family confidence and engagement in your experience? Let's go back to something I mentioned just a minute ago, Janet, and that's modeling. When we engage ourselves, we show engagement is important and we demonstrate what engagement looks like. Confidence comes from affirmation, practice, and the learning process that's part of practice. How do we get better at most things? Practice, right? Yeah. So there comes a point when we just have to jump in and get started, and then that practice begins. But parents need the affirmation that it's okay to jump in, and they need to know that we'll help them 
along the way. Part of that whole team mindset. And that points to another process, which is the relationship building. Parents are much more inclined to be willing to jump in and get on the team if we have built positive relationships with them. When we've built those relationships, parents trust us. They know we're committed to their children and their family. They know they can rely on us. So relationship building makes jumping in feel less risky. The relationship lets us genuinely offer the affirmation and provide guidance. Relationships help us comfortably have the conversation about what each member has as a role on the team and how they can live out those roles. See, parents are a great resource for us because they offer a unique perspective and have a unique window into the life of a student, a window we don't have. So they can be invaluable partners on our team. And when we solicit parent input, we grow those relationships. Having conversations helps both groups understand and appreciate one another better, which ensures a more effective team. And you know, sometimes we just need to be very overt and clear. We can talk with parents and say, you can help. You can do this. I will do this. And together, we'll, we'll watch your child grow. And we'll do that together. I've learned that using a cadence with these conversations can be powerful. And rounding is a great tool. We can not only develop a cadence with rounding, but we can also have meaningful touch points to continue with affirmation and engagement. We keep parents engaged. We show them how to continue helping and we continue to build confidence. We can ask parents, what's working? We can ask them how we can help and then we can act appropriately based on the responses they give us. And this practice continues the team mindset and reminds families again, we're all in this together for the goal of the child and it grows parents' confidence as being part of the team. Another powerful and really easy strategy to, to, to use is to share wins with parents. Wins can simply be what their child did well, how their child impressed you, how you've seen their child improve or something similar. And then connect with the parents, share these wins and ask parents what wins they've experienced with their child. In this way, we're keeping everybody focused on the positives and the growth. And we're continuing to strengthen the relationship and the team mindset. And the more we grow this relationship, the more confidence and engagement grow. You know, Holly, as you're talking, you know, I just, uh, last week we had our inter interview that with KK, Dr. KK Owen, and she talked about, you know, building confident and employees, right? With leaders working right. with them. And I'm just thinking, you know, really the fundamentals are the same, you know, I Absolutely. mean, it's, it's building that team and those fundamentals and, and just, you know, it's so powerful in terms of us really take building that application with parents on the team, but just, it's just, it's, it's hitting me. Not that I don't know why it hasn't hit me, <clears throat> but as you're talking, I'm like, wow, this is pretty powerful in the way that we can make a huge impact you know, with just some, not that it's simple, but some pretty simple approaches that make good sense to us. But, you know, one of the, the questions I asked KK last week about employees, I'd like to ask you as well today is, you know, 
you know, leaders and teams sometimes struggle with engaging families. So what recommendations would you do you make to help them become successful to do the things we're talking about? Yeah, you know, realistically, time is a big struggle for leaders. And and my guess is KK probably had a very similar thought with employees. You know, leaders struggle with time. They're busy. They're they're juggling so many things. So this idea of building relationships and connecting with families, that takes time and effort. And when when you're thinking that you're adding one more thing to your plate, when you're trying to juggle so many things already, time is going to be a factor. But the reality is that investment in time and effort is so worth the rewards we reap. Again, we invest in what we value. We said that a minute ago. So if we value those relationships and the fruits that come from school family relationships, like student engagement and success, we will invest what it takes to get there, the time, the effort, the energy. So my recommendation here would be find small ways to harvest those wins that will build those relationships. Identify ways to connect that aren't a heavy lift, that aren't time and labor intensive, like go to school ball games and shake hands with parents, talk to them, be genuine and show you care. Round with parents using that cadence that will reap the greatest rewards. Openly communicate through social media or newsletters or some other means. Get other school staff on board with building family school relationships and then prepare them to live that out. Don't take the lift on yourself. Set a time for parents to connect with you. But once you set that that time aside, Keep it devoted to parents. Don't let that be the time in your calendar that you cut away easily. Listen intently to parents and then act on what you hear. That follow through is so important because it shows in a tangible way you listen to parents and then you cared enough to act. And really, we should own making the first step to reach out to parents because they may not feel comfortable engaging until we invite them to be part of the team until we invite them to be part of their child's educational journey. The opportunities, Janet, are so abundant, but we start by committing and digging in. Yeah, they are, Holly. And, you know, they're powerful recommendations. And, you know, this is so important to us. You know, we have been so committed to building a parent and families as a team in the work. You know, we've made that part of the first push out, so to speak, of Destination High Performance Academy. You know, so um, as we close today, can you share with our listeners, because you've been a big part of the development of our academy, but how you feel the DHP Academy will be able to support, you know, the the desire to build confidence with with individuals as a families, as a team and, and engaging families? How can how can this help us? Sure. So I love something you said just a minute ago, Janet, in your conversation with KK, there was a common theme. And and if we translate that to this idea of the academy, if we build confident and engaged employees, and we add this idea of building confident and engaged families, and then the whole academy is really intended to build confident and engaged leaders Man, what a transformational opportunity this could be 
at a big scale level for districts and schools. And then that trickles down in, into classrooms and into families and individuals as well. So the goal really of the academy is to help move leaders toward high performance in different areas. And to move leaders toward high performance, we used a series of focused areas that we call performance points. And we developed those to grow foundational knowledge and skills. And one of those performance points that we offer as part of the academy relates specifically to developing confident and engaged families. And the information can be beneficial to leaders at different levels, the classroom, the school, the district. And one thing I love about the academy is it uses digestible chunks of content that are both enlightening and practical. So it's segmented intentionally to allow leaders to learn in their own time. Remember, we talked about time being a big factor. So allowing it to be digestible, chunked, and done in their own time really makes it doable for, for leaders. That content was written by leader coaches that have lived experiences with working with schools and families. And the coaches share not just their knowledge experiences and expertise in short videos, but they also provide meaningful resources that supplement those videos, maybe blogs or podcasts or articles or tools or some other material. And then one of the most powerful parts of the academy is the meaningful practice exercises or the reflection opportunities that are embedded in the instruction, because that allows leaders to try firsthand their opportunities at using what they're learning to tangibilize those concepts and make them applicable to their everyday activities at improving their performance. So best practices, research, examples, strategies, tools, reflections, they're all tied in together in a system that allows users to engage in sort of a watch, think, act approach that moves users toward their destination of high performance. And again, there is that intentional focus of looking through the lens of leaders seeking to support confident and engaged families in one of those performance points. So it really is almost a, a nice little package tied up with a bow that they can take back to their schools or their districts or their classrooms. It's great. Just excited about the academy and and pu pulling in the parent component and engaged families in there. And I think, and there'll be much more to come on engaged families. We're just at the starting point. You know, Holly, I so appreciate you being with us today. And so Holly and I have, were connected at the university, but our families knew each other long before Holly and I were connected at the university as professionals. And that connection, so I think, Holly, you and I probably share a same foundation, and that is our, our moms were very involved in schools, and they were connected in associations and organizations together through systems at the state, you know, local, state, and national levels. And so Holly and I don't have a choice. We, our, our hearts and <laughs> Our hearts and souls are are from our families are truly connected to to making a difference, not only for students but for families as a whole. And we know how important that is because you know that's what we were taught as as we were growing up. So I'm excited at this point in time in our lives that we can maybe give back what we've gotten you know from our families, Holly. And there are many many students and families who deserve you know what we can provide to them and uh, excited about our approach here. So thank you for being with us today. Thanks, Janet. I, I love how you brought it all together in terms of we, we actually 
it's part of who we are because of of our engaged and confident parents that, that were willing to invest in us through education and, and support of the systems there. So thanks for having me. That's right. And I probably think you were, I bet your mom had a little easier job than my mom did all <laughs> growing, <laughs> growing up through, through, through life. So, so anyway, but at least we're all on the better side now of, right. <laughs> of that, uh, of that childhood. So um, thanks again. And I just appreciate you being with us. So, you know, just wanted to remind you all as listeners that as we're moving through the summer, we are continuing to highlight our partner organizations and some of their learnings uh, as they're transitioning back into the new school year. So join us at our Tuesday roundtables this summer. Uh, learn a tactic or two from them. Learn how they manage through some things. I've learned what worked with them and what didn't. So in our virtual What's Right in Education will be upon us in October. So to see more about that information, visit our virtual events and our leader roundtables, What's Right in Education at studereducation.com slash events. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share our podcast. And if you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. Look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week, everyone.